So you are doing some research here. Yeah, so uh, Cam the intern. Got oh, his own, own podcast. Got his own podcast. But it looks good. Looks good. Logos, good Maybe graphics. Maybe it sounds good, too. Oh, Cam. Hardworking kid. Cam? Yeah. Every day that kid's stock goes up a little Doesn't bit. A little bit. Ryan Hurtry on the way. It's good off the backboard and in. I'm sorry. What a take by Tucker. Jones, another steal. Spin on Caldwell and the layup's good. I would like to see you hold a mirror up to yourself and interview yourself. As good as this was, it could only be better if it was all you. Tuning in, I was a fan. I was like, man, let's do it. Cam, thanks so much for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Joined today for the first time, Cam Isamone. Gallagher's going to have to shoot it from beyond the arc. And it's good. Jacobs for three. He got it! My goodness, what a shooting performance by I think Cam's Corner is great. Tune in to Cam's Corner. This kid's going to make it. <laughs> He's going to make it here. All right, here we are back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner. Today, joining me a sophomore guard at the University of Rhode Island for the men's basketball team is Brayon Freeman. Bray, thanks for uh, taking the time and joining me, man. Uh, appreciate you for having me. Yeah, for sure. I know a few months ago, right when you committed, you talked with my guy Adam on the Rory Rumble uh, you know, was that your first uh, taste of a podcast or was that just like your first Rhode Island podcast? Uh, I think that was my first Rhode Island podcast. Yeah. Cool. So have you ever been featured on a show before or anything like that? Not recently. I don't I don't think so. Nah, not that I know of. Cool. Yeah, I got to have a good first impression for this show, man. And uh, I know you're a very good media guy, you know, very personable with the media, you know, always showing love to them and everything like that. But. Um, you know, I always like to start off the podcast by asking players, coaches, you know, whoever it is, you know, how they fell in love with what they what they're pursuing. So for Brian, for you, like, um, where are you originally from? You know, tell everybody where you're originally from and how basketball was introduced to you. Well, I'm from Washington, DC. Uh grew up D M V area. And um, it was just something I played for fun, to be honest. My friends used to play, my brothers used to play, stuff like that. So it was just something I just used to do have fun, camp, stuff like that. And then so fun became a pat a love for the game. So now I'm now I'm here. Yeah. So once you, you know, you gained that passion and you played a lot more, you know, when you were a kid, you know, who were players you looked up to when you were young, tried to model your game around. I know Kyrie Irving is somebody you, you know, aspire to be now in, in this day and age, but when you were little, who did you kind of look up to? Mm, I mean when I was young, I I wouldn't really say nobody. I was just playing for fun. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. – I was just trying stuff, like going to – playing at recess or just going outside just to play a little bit of pickup. Like, I really didn't – I wasn't taking it seriously young. It was just more like something to do to kill some time. Yeah, you know, and as the years went on, I mean, like you said, your game obviously progressed. And uh, obviously, you know, you're not the tallest guy, but, like, did your game uh, – did you feel you had a little bit of an advantage, uh, when you know, being, like, at the height you were – um, and being so shifty and so fast, uh, you know, as the years progressed and as you saw your game get better in high school? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, as a, I'm sure you know, it's a lot of big, tall, athletic people that can just jump out the gym, but everybody don't have a certain skill set or um, certain craftiness to them. Um, that's just what makes my game unique, basically. What would you say, like, the, your favorite part of your game is uh, as far as being a point guard? I would say my craftiness, uh, how I play off instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, I just let I just play like a lot of stuff I do. I don't drill. It's not like workout rep. It's more like just instinct, um, reaction. Yeah, and you know, fast forwarding a little bit to like the high school scene. You know, you played publicly a little bit before joining two prep schools. 
you know, then start some of the D1 offers started to come in, like, you know, Florida, Oklahoma State, Massachusetts, and of course, uh, GW. Um, but, you know, what was that process like during high school, like entering that college recruitment process, again, with the pandemic going on and everything like that? And how come you ultimately chose uh, George Washington? Oh, um, my recruitment was kind of crazy. Um, I had a lot of good offers early, um, like the ones you said, Florida, Oklahoma State, things like that. But um, just because you have an offer doesn't mean that you can go to the school. Some people think because you got an offer, that means they want you to come there and play, but that's that's not the case all the time. Um, so as it got deeper into high school, I really had two offers that I could have went to. It came down to George Washington and Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss ended up taking a McDonald's All-American point guard for uh, before me, which kind of left me with only GW. So I knew the coach, had a great relationship with the coach. Um, he was telling me I'll be able to play right away. And who doesn't want to hear that as a freshman? So um, that's kind of all I had. So it was kind of a no-brainer to go to GW. Yeah, right. And right out of the gate, you were a freshman, you know, all-rookie A-10. Uh, first team and everything like that, averaging tri- uh, double figures, you know, having a lot of career highs and points and stuff like that. You guys almost birthed an A-10 run to, you know, losing to Massachusetts uh, by 10 in the opening rounds. But, you know, what was your first real taste of, like, college basketball, like, once you were a true freshman? And, you know, like you said, you're playing right off the bat. Uh, Practice. Practice was my first taste of college basketball. I never knew practice was taken so seriously until I got to college. Um, practice means everything in college. Um especially when you're a freshman, you're not going to get an opportunity to get in a game and be able to show what you can do. The trust is not going to really be there when you're a freshman. So uh, practices was kind of really my first, like, eye-opening thing to college, how serious coaches. And basically everybody takes practice. Yeah, what was your first, like, uh, you know, kind of experience as far as, like, playing-wise, you know, playing in front of, like, big arenas for the first time, you know, at the college scene? Uh, I mean, I didn't really have – None, to be honest. GW kind of small school. We didn't have like a big fan base like we had. Um, so I mean, it was. I played in the deep. I played in DV, so I played in more packed gyms in high school than I probably have my first year at GW. Just because of the environment that I was around at GW, it wasn't really a big thing. Right. And, you know, having a former colonial on your coaching staff and Justin Missoula as well. I mean, I'm I'm pretty close with him because his dad was my middle school, high school coach, you know, all throughout my playing career uh, in Rhode Island. Um, but you guys kind of had a similar pathway where, like, you know, in the sense you both left George Washington. So um, have you ever, like, talked with him about that? And, like, why, why the jump from GW to uh, URI? Um, I mean, I don't know his reason. I really um, asked his reasons. Um, honestly, my coach got fired. So, regardless, I was going to be playing for a new coach somewhere, either if I stayed or left. So, that kind of what made me leave, um, the fact that my head coach got fired. But I never really talked to Justin about his reasoning of why he left. But I did know he went to GW, though. Yeah, and what was your reasoning for uh, – so, like, basically it was just because of the coaching staff? Like, it was not, like, you know, how are you used to? Yeah, it was just because the coaching staff. I only left – the coach got – my my coach that recruited me got fired, so – whether I stayed or left, I was going to be playing for a new coach anyway. Right, and, like, during the whole, like, transfer process, I know uh, you mentioned before, like, Coach Kenny Johnson and yourself had a past, you know, uh, in high school, also knowing Ish uh, as well at the middle school level. Um, you know, but really what popped out to you about URI and, you know, what was your favorite part about committing to the school and how come you ultimately chose uh, URI as well? 
Uh, strong base. Um, mainly because the connection that I have with Coach Kenny, it's hard to find certain connections when you're in college, and that connection means a lot when you're in college. Um, going somewhere where you know you can trust somebody, or that there's somebody in the that you're gonna have somebody in your corner, like through the highs and lows. That means a lot when going to college because there are a lot of highs and lows. So, I mean, really, that was the main thing. Like at all the schools that I called. Um, Coach Kenny was somebody that I knew and could trust because I played for him prior. So that was really like the, the main thing that made me come to URI. Right. And again, like we said, like knowing Ish for as long as you have. And, you know, how long, how easy has it been to mesh with these guys on the court? You know, now the season's, you know, in full gear, about halfway through. Um, you know, just talk about like the chemistry, like I said again, about like with the whole team and, you know, what practice is like day in and day out and traveling and uh, stuff like that. Um, practices are are tough um practices are definitely tough we get after it every day and um when you're when you're competing at such a high level with the same guys day in day out uh, and y'all really want to win or start to win or get on the winning path it's easy to jail because everybody's minding in the same place everybody's fighting for one goal um which makes which makes everything easier um no matter what happens out there we know that the next guy's trying to do whatever he could do at his best to help us win. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah. And what was your, uh, you know, you say practices were hard. Like what was your first impression of coach Miller, you know, before the season started, I know this is his first year as well. So, you know, talk about a little bit about like your, like maybe past experiences with him or what it was like, you know, first being introduced to him. My first time meeting him was on my visit. Um, he put me through a workout and it was crazy. Um, I never forget that workout. Like, that was probably one of the hardest workouts I've ever done a day in my life. And from that point, I knew, like, he was about business. Like, no matter what, he was about putting in the work and pushing you to be the best player you can be, which ultimately is what every player wants. But, I mean, he's a cool dude, um, straightforward, loves basketball. He's he's going to do anything he can do to help you get better. And I like him. Good guy. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, now that the season, you know, is started, like, right before you came in, you know, the home opener against Quinnipiac, you know, you're named uh, A-10 all-conference third team. You know, your mindset's probably, you know, ready. That gives you the confidence booster to start the season off and everything like that. And obviously, you know, the start of the season didn't go the way you wanted to. And I'm sure, you know, that mindset of yours is frustrated. But, um, you know, Coach Miller sitting you for a few games trying to get you back in that mindset. What was that time period like for you uh, the first few games of the season this year? Um. It was definitely difficult. Just a lot, um, just a lot going on at one time. New place, new coach. Um, just trying to figure stuff out. Um, I can't really. Uh, stuff to put into words. Yeah, it was. It was just. Oh, um, things weren't being seen eye to eye. I had to step back, you know, um, see it from their perspective, and it was cool. I sat out a game. Not really long, but I sat out of the game. I came back, and I've, I've been on track ever since. Right, and I'm sure that hasn't happened, you know, throughout your career. I mean, I'm sure it was definitely something new, but, you know, how did that style of coaching help you get back to the way, you know, you knew how to play, you know, scoring 15-plus in your next three games after that, scoring a career high your first time, 21 points over Illinois State. Like you said, like, it just helped you get back on track. Like, you know, how did that, again, coaching style with Archie Miller and his staff help you really get back to who you were? Um, just adjusting, 
Um, every situation different. Coach Archie's not like my last coach. My last coach isn't like my previous coach. Um, and Coach Archie's hard. Like, um, he want he he's going to get his point across the best way he think is possible. And that was their way of telling me that I needed to get back on track. So that's what it was. Right. Yeah. Now the season has like progressed. You know, uh, what's your chemistry with Coach Miller now at this point? Obviously, coming in, he was a first year head coach. You only saw him on that first visit. Um you know, prior to committing to, or just committing to the school. But, you know, how has your chemistry with him progressed as the season's been going on? Um, it's, I think we – I think it's definitely progressed. Um, at first it was kind of hard just, you know, two two people meeting each other for the first time, don't really know each other, like many relationships. But now that we've been through stuff together, we've been – had plenty of games, um, plenty of practices, I think we've – reached a good understanding and um I will say our relationship is pretty good right now yeah for sure you know we talk about some like memorable games you know throughout your whole career and I'm sure the PCORI one is definitely one you know packed Ryan Center crowd um was that one of the most packed crowds you've ever played in front of and like what was the experience like you know going up a legendary coach like Ed Cooley uh that probably well either that or when we played Dayton last year but um that was definitely a big game that the fan base was crazy that game Jim was loud, and I mean that was a good team. They were winning a lot of games now, um. So it was definitely challenging, and it's always good to go up against good competition to play other good players, um, just to see where you're at and where your team's at, and you know they're going to compete. And what's better than competing at a high level? Right, and you know seeing like someone like Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry in attendance. Like, have you ever been in that kind of presence before? Like, you know, maybe playing at GW, like players like that caliber, like watching your game. Nah, not at GW. Maybe at high school, something like that. But uh, I don't recall. Nah, not last year. Was that a cool experience to have them come and, you know, really – they watched the whole game. I thought they were leaving at halftime, but they ended up saying the entire game, you know, of course the game was very interesting and very exciting. But what was that like playing in front of them? I didn't even realize they was there, honestly, until after the game. But, I mean, that that's definitely high level. Um, NBA players don't just come to anybody's game. For, to have them pull up is – Definitely crazy. For sure. And, you know, only a few months, you know, being a Ram, you know, how much of a difference have you seen in URI opposed to, you know, GW, how the program's handled and uh, stuff like that, having a bigger role on the court? Um, I don't really want to throw no shots at GW or anything, but uh, I mean, it's different. Every place is different. Every place has its ups. Every place has its downs. Um, Basketball side, I mean, the fan base here is definitely crazy. Um, so just playing in front of like a real basketball crowd who really cares about basketball is, um, exciting, um, it adds that excitement to the game. Um, but I mean, that's the only thing I can really speak on that. Yeah, that's for sure. Throwing... No, like, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, looking at your career as a whole too, like we talked about at the beginning of the season, how you had to sit out a game. Um, but like, what has been as in your eyes, like your biggest hardship that you've had to like overcome? you know, to get to get to that next level or to become a better player? Um, So far, it's probably just been the beginning of the season, that little um couple of weeks that I had to go through that went, that happened. That's probably been my biggest obstacle so far. But other than that, I mean, it's been great. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having fun with the guys, having fun with the new team. Everything's been Everything's been good.
Yeah, and looking at like the opposing side, you know, what do you think has been like your proudest moment on the court so far? Something memorable you look back at and you know you're very proud to be a part of. Probably that shot against you, Matt Slowell. That's probably my most memorable moment so far. I feel like my proudest moment. That shot. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like there's a lot of like memorable moments already coming from this season alone? You know, only your first year here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's plenty of memories I've made like on trips in the locker room practice. Um, thousands of them. Um, it's probably billions of memories that I've made so far since I've been up there. But I'm just enjoying every second of it. And yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, now coming up tomorrow, I definitely want to put this out. Uh either before or after the game, you know, give a little taste for the fans and everything like that. But, um, you know, a few questions I did want to ask you is like, what's your, like, your pregame ritual like, uh, you know, coming into games? Has it always been the same? Has you changed it? Uh, but what's it been like so far for you, right? If you got it's, one. It's the same. Um, usually just get there a little early, shoot some shots, team warm up, um, play some music, text my mom, my dad, my brothers, and I just go play. Do you have a post-game ritual or it's just kind of, you know, you ch- kind of just going with the flow? Uh, no post-game ritual. I just go with the flow after the game. How about the shoe game? What are the shoe game looking like? What's the collection looking like on game day? Mm-hmm. It depends on how I'm feeling. If I'm chilling, I might throw on some easy slides, something like that. If I want to be fancy, I might put on some expensive shoes. Um, but it's dependent on the day. Depending on the day, depending on the game, yeah, for sure. And, you know, looking at, like, your teammates, too. Like, who's one of the players that you look at who gets you the most hype, the most uh, motivated uh, before a game? Um, Probably my roommates, my sweet mates, B-West and Sway, because we with each other the most. So, yeah, they get me hype. They get me in my – they get me in that mood. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, going forward, you guys got a couple more hard games coming up, a couple more home games. Um, You know, what's the mindset, like, just going forward? I mean, you guys are – like, you know, kind of like middle of the pack, like 12 and six right now. Uh, um, I mean, uh, six and 12, excuse me, and like two and four in the conference. So, you know, what's the mindset going forward trying to win more games? Just attack it one step at a time, honestly. Um, you can't get no wins back. You just got to try to win the day. Um, it's not about yesterday. Focus on the previous day. Try to go one and no for the day. So I can really focus on if you dwell on the past, You'll never get those win back anyway. So just win the present day. Yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate you hopping on. Uh, I did want to ask you, what'd you think of Cam's corner? What'd you think of the questions, the setups, and who might you want to see as a future guest in the future? Um, I think this was dope. I think all athletes should come on here. Questions, questions was interesting. They was fun. And yeah, if you're an athlete that you're at, come on, show some love. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Good luck uh, tomorrow against George Mason. I'll be on the sidelines calling that game. And I got some drip for the game, too. So I I'm definitely need a rating on the fit. So once I see you, I'll say what's up and we'll go from there. Man, I got you. All right, brother. I'll see you soon. Thank you again for uh, being part of it. You know it.